Investor Schooling is an education company located in Langhorne, Pennsylvania. Investor Schooling, the principals or their employees, are not licensed by any regulatory institution. Phil Falcone and Larry Steinhaus are not registered reps of any investment firm, nor do they sell any securities. Their advice is based on their experiences and the experiences of their students. They are not attorneys or accountants, and before using any of their advice, they suggest you check with your legal or tax professionals. To find out more, go to www.investorschooling.com. This show is previously recorded. Now, let's welcome Larry Steinhaus and Phil Falcone, your hosts for Investor Schooling Live. Good afternoon and welcome to Investor Schooling Live, coming to you from Investor Schooling Headquarters. I'm Phil Falcone here with my business partner, not to be confused as my partner, Larry Steinhaus. We are the founders of Investor Schooling. Get ready to learn real estate and stock option investing. Call us with your questions now, 855-939-1137. That's right. We're a live program. 855-939-1137. We will take your calls no matter what we're talking about because we love to talk to our callers. Investor Schooling is located in Langhorne, Pennsylvania. We're Philadelphia guys in a real brick and mortar building. We're local Philly guys accessible to our students a minimum of two nights per week. Learn this business from people who live it every day. Larry, what's happening? Mr. Phil Falcone, I am so excited to be here with you today because it's just, it's just nice to know that we're in the new year finally. We had such a bad year yet last year. Actually, I had, I had a great year financially. I know you did too. I, I, actually, I think I had the best year financially that I've ever had, ever. And all of a sudden, we're in a new year and uh, maybe we'll be able to go on a trip or spend some of our money. Maybe. I, I, you know, that's the one thing that was really good about last year is we made all this money, but we couldn't spend it anywhere. We couldn't go away. We couldn't go on airplanes. We couldn't go on cruises. We couldn't go on trips. Matter of fact, we have the, the, the real estate investment cruise coming up in February. Obviously, that's canceled. We can't even do that. It's so boring. I was only able to go on two cruises last uh, year instead of seven. Do we have, like, a crying baby we could play? Uh, wait, I got one somewhere. Let me see if I can find my crying baby sound because, you know, that's really what I need to Larry do right now. Larry couldn't go on cruises, and he had a... He had a supreme room booked with a balcony. I did. I had a really nice room booked. Oh, I can't find a baby crying. Oh, you know, yeah. You know, listen, this is all I have to say to you. Okay. All right. I just took out Phil. It's Larry Steinhaus show now. What's that, a whip? No, that was a shotgun. A shotgun? Huh? Yeah. Okay. You know? Sounded more like a whip to me, but. Oh, all right. You know. Well, if you look at my bank account, then 2020 looks like a wonderful year. I know. I have to agree with that's the one thing about 2020 was financially right. it was an awesome year. I'm only, I'm really only being the optimist that I am, and I'm making the point that if you look at history, even in the last hundred years, many, many worse things have happened than having to wear a mask, not being allowed to go to a restaurant. Now, wait a minute. Nothing was worse than wearing a mask. Uh, yeah. Dying would be. Yeah. What are you trying to say? If I don't wear a mask, I'm going to die? No, I'm not saying that. Because, you know, you sound like all those guys on Facebook who are getting mad at me because I'm I'm an anti-masker. Well, I don't care if you're an anti-masker. You're an anti-masker, too. You just just give in now and then. Well, uh, I also believe that half the people who have supposedly died from COVID actually died from motorcycle accidents. (laughs) 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 So, uh, you know... 
you know. Yeah, I got to agree. I got to agree. Fake news. Fake mo- news, man. Most of the people, most of the people haven't died from COVID. They died with COVID, which is uh, which is an argument that I get into a lot of people with. But hey, aren't we a show about real estate and stock options now? Yeah. So I kind of like you know. We are. I know we we like to talk about the, these uh, topics because they're actually really important topics. Well, we are re- well-rounded individuals with a deep education. Do we have a deep education? Yes. What are you What are you deeply educated in? In real estate. <laughs> <laughs> Me too. What are you deeply educated? <laughs> in? I'm deeply educated in real estate and also the stock market and also how to save money in taxes and how to make money and how to actually how to make a lot of money. So I'd say this, you could go get a PhD from MIT in real estate investing, you'd still have a hard time keeping up with me. Oh, really? Yes. I've li- I spent 32 years doing nothing but investing in real estate. Well, that's true. I mean, I, you know, so I, if you're I not a start... genius and an expert in your field in 32 years, maybe you should find another field. So I've been investing for 38 years. Does that make me a genius and an expert too? It makes you almost as smart as me. Okay. Well, I, I, I wouldn't want to be as smart as you. Yeah, it's too, it's too difficult. Because, you know, yeah. They're, they're, Every once in a while, people say to me, they say, it must be nice to be as smart as you. I say, no, actually, it's hell. <laughs> anyway, so did you hear that Bitcoin hit 33,000? 33,000. No, I don't really follow Bitcoin because uh, I truly just don't understand it and I don't get it. And until it becomes... Something of something that I can put in my pocket and put in my hand and use it to buy uh, a cup of coffee with, then I'll start to think about it. So, do you know you actually can use Bitcoin to buy a cup of coffee now? Okay. You want to tell me what you Well, know no, about you it? actually can. I mean, there, there, there's, there's uh, Bitcoin ATMs now, there's Bitcoin debit cards. Now, I, I, I'm, I'm not a Bitcoin investor, just so you understand. I just want you to know that this stuff does exist. You could buy cars with it, you could buy houses with it, you can actually start to use it. It's gonna, it I believe that it will, it will become a universal currency eventually. I mean, it already is a universal currency, but a more, more adapted universal currency in the future. Well, but I, I'm, just you... not, I'm just not a fan of investing in it. I mean, I believe some kind of currency will pop up and become mainstream, but we don't know for sure that it's going to be Bitcoin. We don't know for sure. It's likely, but but we don't know for sure. Yeah, it's likely. Yeah, but but again, it's is like it, but, when it's sold. When it's sold, right. is it? Or when pe- when when one individual brings another person into it, is it an MLM? No, no, no. So there used to be MLM. I just still is actually, but there was a big MLM that was actually uh, investing in Bitcoin. So it was an MLM company that bought some kind of process or some kind of Bitcoin wallet. I, I don't know the exact details, but that's what it was. It wasn't. It, it's not that Bitcoin's an MLM. Bitcoin is real currency. It, it really exists. It's real currency. The blockchain system that confirms all of the transactions is all real. It's just that all these MLM companies were trying to jump on it. So there's MLM companies selling gold too. I don't know if you're familiar with that as well. But they're, you know, for fifty bucks a month, you get a you know you get a gold nugget that's you know uh, smaller than your hair, and you get it every month, and that's what they're selling. These guys are selling pieces of Bitcoin every month. You buy a piece of Bitcoin, and again, I don't know, but that's not really how I would invest in it. I would sooner invest in it with just plain buying the Bitcoin using like things like Cash App or or uh, or even Venmo, I think now is doing Bitcoin too. And PayPal, I think is doing Bitcoin now too. So if you wanted to buy it, you can buy it. 
But again, it, to me, it's a currency. It's no different than any other currency except what its value is. So people are buying it. They're saying, hey, listen, at 34000 I'm going to buy it because it's going to be worth 100000 Great. That's great. But why not just buy stock options or just buy stock or real estate, sell it, and then if you need to use Bitcoin to do a transaction, buy the Bitcoin that day. Who cares how much it costs? It doesn't really matter because it's going to exchange for the same amount. So if you buy it for 34000 and you go to buy something for 34000 that's going to be one, one Bitcoin, you could just use the same thing. So to me, it's just an exchange rate. It's not really an investment vehicle. Now, look, if you guys bought it at less than a thousand and you're still holding on to it, fantastic. You guys are geniuses. But at the same time, you're accidental geniuses. And if you bought it last week at 33,000 and now it's 34,000, and then two weeks from now it's 20,000, you're going to be really pissed. So I don't think it's a great investment. I do believe it's going to be a great, a, 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 you know, a great currency that people will be using. I, I just prefer gold and silver. I mean, to a certain extent, if I don't really understand something, I stay away from it. Yeah, exactly. And that's exactly the way it should be. Yeah. And, and by the way, if you have any questions, you can call in at 855-939-1137. 855-939-1137. You can call in right now and we can talk to you about If you want to talk about Bitcoin, you can. We're, not just, we're just not Bitcoin fans. Uh, but that doesn't mean that's not a good idea. Just if you want to do it, that's great. Anyway, 855-939-1137. 1137 855-939-1137. Oh, I got uh, Aviers wants me to buy all his gold and silver. Hey, look, I'll buy it. Give it. I'll s sell it to me for a ten percent below spot, and I'll take the whole thing. Yeah, that's your standard answer. I've heard <laughs> you say that before. You want to hear about the topics today? Yeah, let's hear about the topics. What are we going to talk about today? Nobody can tell us how many good deals are out there. Therefore, we should be searching forever. We're going to talk a little bit about that. Wait, say that one more time. Nobody can tell us how many good deals are out there. Therefore, we should be searching forever for good deals. What do you do, right? That's at 2 o'clock in the morning? Why, you don't like it? No, it's just, it's just a lot of words. <coughs> well, uh, if it's too hard for you to understand, I could write it on the blackboard for you. Can, can you write it with a crayon? Yeah, sure. Okay. <laughs> that would be something, you know, I know you like <laughs> colors. Uh, <laughs> how about using your cash to leverage more cash-flowing homes? We're going to talk about that a little bit today. Oh, remind me to talk about cash cash, too, when we get into that. Sure. How about nobody went broke taking a profit? That's we my could, favorite. We could talk about that a little bit. We yeah. should share our philosophy with people because, boy, that, that saying comes up in our class, what, four times uh, an evening? Yeah, four times an evening and four times a day. Yeah, sure. Never sell on a down day. How about that one? Ooh, that's a tough one, too, yeah. Yeah, that's one of the tougher ones. How about scream to the world what it is that you do for a living? That's something we can talk about. And how much money you make doing it. Yeah, and then we're going to close out the show with the most important information. That's our stock option picks of the week. So you don't want to miss that. We're going to cover that in the last 10 minutes of this show. So don't think about going anywhere. Don't think about it. Right, don't even think about don't it. Don't even think about it. Fact, Stop thinking about it. I heard you thinking about it. You know what we should do right now? Stop thinking about it. We should run a commercial. All right, run a commercial, John. Hi, I'm Phil Falcone from Investorschooling.com. I'm inviting you to a complimentary class in Langhorn this Thursday night at 7 p.m. I will teach you how to buy ugly houses and make them beautiful. As a bonus, we will also teach you stock option investing. So get your butt to this meeting, 7 p.m. this Thursday night, Langhorn, 215-876-3002, investorschooling.com. 
Hey, everybody, it's Larry Sinus from InvestorSchooling.com. You heard my partner, Phil Falcone, tell you why you should be there this Thursday night to learn about real estate investing and learn about stock options trading. We're telling you right now, you will make more money than you've ever made in your entire life if you learn these two skills. Be there this Thursday night at 7 o'clock in our Langhorn headquarters. Go to InvestorSchooling.com. Pull over right now. Take out your phone and go to InvestorSchooling.com. RSVP right now. InvestorSchooling.com. See you Thursday. I'm Phil Falcone from Executech Suites. I got a question for you. What do you get for $4.95 a month at Executech Suites? You get an office big enough for one person. You get the furniture in that office. You get the telephone on the desk. You get the telephone number. You get the fax number. You get the internet. You get two full-time receptionists to answer the phone in the name of your company and patch the calls to you, whether you're in the office, in your car, or at home sleeping on a couch. You get the conference rooms. You get the mailboxes. You get the printer, the copier, scanner. You get the janitorial service, the utilities, and free coffee. I know it's hard to believe that you could get all those things for $495 a month, but it's true. 67 Buck Road in Huntington Valley. Executech Suites. Give us a call 215-942-7701 215-942-7701 Hey everybody, it's Larry Sinus from InvestorSchooling.com And I'm Phil Falcone from InvestorSchooling.com Hey, what are we going to teach him this Thursday night, Phil? We're going to teach you how to invest in real estate so you can build a basis to get rich And I promise I'm going to teach you stock options So go to InvestorSchooling.com and RSVP right now, right Phil? We've been in this business for 30 years. We have amazing amounts of information to share with you. Get your butt to this meeting this Thursday night in Langhorn. Investorschooling.com. Welcome back, everybody. Welcome back to Investor Schooling Live. Hey, we are here. This is a live show, and we are having fun. We're talking about, we were talking about Bitcoin a little while ago, but we can talk about stock options. We're going to talk about real estate. If you have any questions, you can call us right now at 855-939-1137. That's right, 855-939-1137. In fact, we have somebody on the line. We have Rick on the line. What's going on, Rick? How can we, how can we make your day today? Gentlemen, good afternoon. Good I have afternoon a general question regarding stock options and then right. a, um, a specific one. The first one, in, when you trade stock options, do you normally go uh, through your uh, general account or through an IRA or retirement account? The answer is both. In fact, I have stock options in my HSA account. Do you, do you have an HSA account? No, I do not. Do you know what an HSA account is? But Yes, a health, a health okay. account. Yeah, exactly. That's a great way to save more money. You could put in, uh, you sound like an older gentleman. I hope that wasn't an insult. But you, uh, you could put in 8200 8, this year into your HSA, and that's tax-deferred money. That's fantastic. And you could trade stock options in there and not pay any taxes on those gains as well. Well, well that was my question. I was wondering why, you know, your, your assistant sounds really good. It sounds like you make a lot of money on it. Why wouldn't you exclusively just trade your stock option account for your Roth account only because you wouldn't have to pay any taxes at all as opposed Absolutely. to going through a regular or, or – I mean, is there a specific reason why you, why you don't exclusively go through a Roth account? You're obviously not familiar with Larry's health. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So, 
so here so here's here's the reason why I can't extra, I can't trade exclusively in my Roth because it doesn't I can't put enough money into it fast enough. You know, I'm limited to I think it, this year I think it's a 70 is it 7500 this year? I think it's limited to 7500. I got to look it up. Uh what what 2021 is, but 7500 is the most I can add to my account this year. However, uh Phil and I we you know as uh, as owners of this company, we created so we have a bunch of employees and we created a system where we're actually trading stock options in our 401k. So I'm trading stock options in my 401k, which is a Roth account, which I could put up to uh, 26,000 in last year. I can't remember. What the, I don't know what the number is this year. Uh, last year, I was able to put in 7,500 uh, into my Roth. Uh, I also put in 8,100 80, into my HSA. So you got to, and also put in 7,500 into my wife's Roth. So understand that, yes, that's the maximum I could put in. But then I have other accounts. So I also have a fund that I trade for a bunch of people where I actually, you know, it's actually a regular fund. It's just that it's a closed fund. Only certain people could be investing in it. And I trade in that fund. That's the only thing I pay taxes on, as a matter of fact. Well, let me counter that for a bit because, again, it sounds like you want to try to trade as much in the Roth account as you can considering the the limits. But why wouldn't you want to consider doing some type of a IRA conversion to a Roth? Yes, you pay the taxes up front, but at that point, everything in your Roth that you make to your stock stock option account – becomes tax-free. Any reason why you wouldn't do an IRA conversion to really build up that Roth account? So I've already done that. I can't put any more in, is what I'm trying to say. I, I, I can, I, you know, no, not a I conversion. Have, no, 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 you know, I converted all of my IRAs to Roth IRAs. I have no more IRAs that aren't Roth IRAs. They're all converted already. Oh, all right. So that answers. So, so you don't really have any <laughs> traditional IRAs left. You send no, them all no, to the Roth. I, I can, right. I converted them all to Roths. Exactly. And uh, if you, if it's funny, Perfect. we did a we did a presentation on this about uh, I don't know about a month ago about tax savings, how to save money in taxes, and we talked all about the fact that we can uh, we, we can convert traditional IRAs to Roth IRAs and save money. By the way, we also teach you how to how to convert them at the fair market value. I don't know if you're familiar with this. I mean, it sounds like you it sounds like you have some knowledge in this. But, you know, if you have $50,000 for example in your traditional IRA and you want to convert it to a Roth IRA, you hate if you can convert it at a lower rate, in other words, to 25,000 instead of 50, you're going to pay less taxes. Of course, you only pay taxes on 25,000. So you have to figure out a way to make the fair market value lower. Now, it's not a uh, it's not a trick, it's reality. You have to make the fair market value lower, and there are ways to make the fair market value lower when you make that conversion as well that will save you tax money also. So by the way, are you trading any stock options oh. right now? Uh, I I am not uh, I do not trade SAG options, but but you're right because I do a lot of my Roth conversions when my stocks go down. Once exactly. they go down, the value goes exactly. down, and I wait for them to come right back up. Beautiful. Let me ask you a quick question regarding. Um, sure. I know Wells Fargo. You you were big on it at one point. It had gotten down to twenty one. Now I see it's back over thirty. Do you have yeah. any future interest in any type of options with them? I'd like to see it hit twenty six to twenty seven before I go back in. But but uh, I want to wait and see because it's floating in the 30 right now, right around 30. And here's the other right. thing, too. Bank of America is also floating at the same place, right around 30. Bank of America is yeah. the better stock pick. So I might wait for that to hit 25, 26 before, uh, and go back into Bank of America instead of Wells Fargo. How long have you been listening to us? Uh, at, at least a couple of years, believe me, when, when, when you get preempted or something at 3 o'clock on Sundays, I'm depressed. <laughs> oh, man. Thank you. I appreciate that. Well, have we seen you in cash yet? <laughs> uh, no. Unfortunately, I live quite a bit. Uh, I live 
far from you and I do not drive. So it's very hard, would be very hard for me to get there. But again, I love what you're doing. I, again, especially with the options, I'm not that much into real estate at my age, but I really like you talking the options. Well, we actually, actually, if you didn't know, you can actually take a class online. So you go to investorschooling.com and you could sign up for class online and you could actually sit in your living room or your, you know, in front of your computer and watch the class live. We have, we have a full production studio upstairs, a full, full production TV studio upstairs that we use uh, to, to transmit Zoom. Just like we built a studio here, we built a studio upstairs as well. So you're welcome to join the class from, the, from your living room. Thanks. And again, I'm just glad you made me so much more comfortable knowing that you're doing the bulk of your trading through your Roth. Because I was thinking about, <laughs> my goodness, the amount of taxes that you might have to pay, whether it was in a regular IRA or a regular account. I was thinking, why, why would they do that? But you put me at ease. So I'll tell you a funny story. With all of that, uh, it was about, I don't know, maybe it was about four or five years ago. There was actually one time when I'm sitting across from my account and he hands me over the piece of paper and he says, he says, yeah, this is what, this is your taxes this year. And I go, oh, is that what I'm paying taxes on this year? He goes, no, that's the amount of money you owe in taxes. That was the first time I ever <laughs> felt faint when my accountant handed me that piece of paper. <laughs> now, I will tell you, it's been higher than that and I'm now used to it, but it was, it was a number that was really big. <laughs> So just so you know, and that's you after, after I have all these tax deferred things. But Rick, we appreciate you listening. We appreciate your kind words. And uh, we're going to have, we have actually, I think we have another, we have another quarter. We have a caller. We have a, Eddie is on the line here. So we're going to go to Eddie. Rick, we'll talk to you soon. Eddie, what's going on, man? Yes. Hi. How are you, sir? All right. All right. My, uh, I have, uh, uh, first, I thank you for all this information that we're getting for free. It's very good. But just that. Uh, Wait, you, you didn't know that you have, you have to deposit yeah. a quarter into your radio? <laughs> I'm trying to, but it's not working <laughs> for some reason. <laughs> uh, here is, uh, I would just give you a quick about myself. I'm uh, around 60 years. I have uh, three houses. Uh, one of them is paid off, which was around 250 uh, country renting. And the other house that I live in with my family, it's around 400000 I have a mortgage of 200000 And uh, I just bought a, a house that uh, a year ago to flip it. It's uh, $60,000 in cash. Uh, also, I have around uh, probably 500000 in uh, in bank. Uh, plus some investment in stock market. And my question is, uh, um, my current house, it's 4.75 interest rate mortgage on it. Uh, the current rate that I can refinance on it, it's around 2.65. Uh, should My question, should I refinance or should I pay my house and just be uh, uh, mortgage-free? I mean, if you ask a mortgage guy... Uh, they're always going to tell you that refining is a great idea. And they generally tell you that two points is the minimum that you should refi for. So if, you're, if your loan is 4.5%, you've got to get it down two points in order for it to make sense. And then, of course, you have to factor in the question of how many years have you already paid down on that existing loan? If you've got 11 years paid off on it, and now you're going to go back to a 30, that's something to consider. So you sound like a pretty okay. smart guy. You own three houses. You got half a million bucks laying around in a bank. 
Um, you should probably yeah. get your butt to investors. Wait, wait, wait. Schooling. He was smart until I found that he had $500,000 laying around the bank. Well, that's why he no, needs he, to get he, his butt to investor schooling so we can right. talk to him about yeah. uh, taking that half a million and turning it into a million five. I just want you to know that on a half a million dollars, in the, in the time that you and I have had the conversation, I made more money on my yeah. money in a half a million dollars in, in this five-minute conversation than you made all mm -hmm. last year with a half a million dollars in the bank. Just so you know. Well, that sounds good. I, I also have a million in the stock. So between IRA and between regular stock, I have almost about a million. It just, you know, I was uh, so happy and to take a picture of it. It was uh, over just past one million a few weeks ago. So that That's was awesome. uh, it, 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 it's a good area. But but from the from the you uh, as investor should be paid off. I I mean I look at my statement and I see how much tax I'm paying every month on for mortgage wise. Uh, oh, I'm sorry, interest, and it's just driving me crazy. Uh, so as investor, should should you pay this off? <sighs> It's funny. People will ask questions like that, and you know, I can't give you a five-minute answer. There's no five-minute answer to that question. Yeah, it depends on so many other things. What do you want to do with the money? What do you want to do? Typically, I'm going to tell people not to pay it off because money in the bank is worth more to you than giving it to to to, uh, to another, you know, to a bank for for right. to pay off a loan. Uh -huh. But 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 typically that's the answer. But there's so many other pieces involved that I can't just give you a flat answer. I'd rather never pay off a yeah. loan as long as I have more money in the bank than the loan and as long as I'm paying down the loan and somebody else is paying it. For example, if I have if I have properties that, that have loans on them, I have the tenant paying them. But at the same time, I overpay my properties because I have a certain goal at a certain age. I want my properties all paid for. So in case Phil and I can't do this anymore for whatever reason, then I have my properties paid for and I don't have to worry about it. Here's something to think about, Eddie. Um if I could find an institution, a bank, a person, whoever it is, it doesn't matter, who was willing to give me 4.5% money, I would take $10 million of it right now, okay? I would take that money right now, 4.5%, because I know, I know that whether I invested in real estate or in stock options... I know I'll get a much bigger return back on that money. He could get okay? 8% in five so, minutes. So think about what's driving you crazy, all right, is paying a 4.5% interest rate. Really, the only difference between you and I is that we know a strategy to make a much better return on your money, and you don't quite know it. But if you got your butt yeah. to investor schooling, <laughs> we could teach it to you. That's yeah, hopefully you should, you that's what I'm planning to do. Because Wait, I need to more education. That's what this way. <laughs> where, where do you live, Eddie? Uh, New Jersey. Okay, great. So we're right, yeah, we're right across the bridge. Go to investorschooling.com, sign up for class, and, we, and we'll, we'll, we'd love to see you, and we'd love to teach you more about what to do with your money. This Thursday yeah, night at thank 7 o'clock. Thank you. I appreciate it. Yeah, and, and we appreciate thank you. Can, you can I ask man. you something else? I yeah. don't know. Uh, you you got another quarter to put in your radio? Yeah. Yeah, it's not taking my money for some reason. I think <laughs> ahead, you guys are uh, giving everything for free today. Okay, uh, Bitcoin. I mean, I started doing Bitcoin. I get uh, uh, I bought using PayPal uh, around uh, twenty-seven thousand out of Bitcoin, and uh, it was doing well. I make around two, three thousand dollars. I sold them, which is was a, it's a mistake. Today is thirty-four. 
33. But here's the story. I mean, PayPal uh, flagged my account and they frozen my money. And uh, I called oh, them yeah. and scream and they say, oh, this is, this is normal practice. I think they're using my money to make more money. I mean, but the, the, the scary point is I'm watching my money, which I sold. Okay, and they say it's on hold every day is decreasing. For 30 days understand. it'll be on hold for. It'll be on hold for 30 days, exactly. Eddie. Yeah. But, but the amount of money is keep changing every day, despite that I already sold it. It's not That's in good. the market. Do you know there's something? Yeah. So I mean, I've had problems I don't with understand PayPal as well. why. Go ahead. Yeah, I've had problems with PayPal as well. What you need to do, you need to call PayPal and you need to argue with them hard enough that they release either some of the money or all of the money. But PayPal is just PayPal. That's you know right. they're afraid of they're afraid of money laundering and there's nothing you can do. I used PayPal for years to manage a vacation rental business that had a lot of money going through it. You know, uh, you know, depended on how many people had PayPal accounts, but you know, the, the business did like 80,000 a month or six, six, between 60 and 80,000 a month. And uh, PayPal constantly, constantly, if somebody disputed anything to do with the transaction, many, many times, more than like, more than not, I would lose the argument. Uh, so I stopped using wow. PayPal for that reason. Yeah, it's one of those things you have to do, Eddie. So. But we'll see. We'll see you in class yeah. Thursday night, hopefully. And uh, we appreciate you listening. Thanks so yeah. much. I, I think we thank actually you. Still thank you. Thank you for everything. You're hey, welcome, Eddie. I think you still got Sal. I think on we still got line. Sal on the line. Do we still have Sal on the line? Yeah. What's going on, guys? I knew it was you, man. I could just, I could just tell. Whenever it says, you know, Sal from North Jersey, I know it's you. So Sal is yeah. one of our students. So Sal, you're one of our students. Tell everybody what you think of the school. Oh, school's great. It's really good. I learned so much stuff. I um, applied some uh, things to what I learned, stock options, uh, putting a house in a trust. Um, I bought gold and silver, the SBA loans. You know, everything, you know, taught me so much. All I got to do is find a house now. Um, I told you but, we got to raise um, our prices, Phil. <laughs> My question today is, is where do you think the stock market's going in the next few months? Because I'm reading a lot of things that it's going to crash. Are you reading things again? What are we teaching? Well, I know you say about, you know, not to believe what you read, but I'm wondering what you think on it, where it's right, going. So here's what I think. It's going to do, it's either going to go up, go down, or stay the same. Did I answer your okay. question? Okay. <laughs> yeah. That's <laughs> that's right. like so the here, same here, thing just, with the earnings so, report. So you that's have to just, remember that. Yeah, yeah, right. You have to remember that we're stock options traders. We're not stock traders. Stock traders are concerned with long term. Stock options traders are concerned with short term. So short term would be in the next three months. I could give you a, a rough feeling of what I think the next three months are going to bring. So January is going to rock because it usually does. February is going to start okay. to tank. And March will be just a slight continuation of that tank until the end of March. So we're going to have to watch for that. And, you know, and this is today's opinion. It could change. But that's today's opinion. Yeah. So I would say, and we're going to be talking about some stock options plays at the end. I would say watch it, play it, and be there when it either goes up or down. And you're either going to be in with calls or puts, and you're going to be making some money. How much have you made so far okay. in stock options? Uh, I finished you at 41000 you made 41000 since you've been a student here. Not bad. Yeah, in like five months. What did you start with? Yeah, you know, but the sad thing is, is I was up to 57000 
<laughs> that's sad. Yeah, yeah. It's sad that it's sad that you you uh, you 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 made forty one thousand only, not fifty seven. Hey Sal, nobody yeah. ever went broke taking a profit. I know, I know. That's I listen. I hear you saying that every day. <laughs> In my head, I hear that, that you saying that. Yeah, we were just talking about it. It comes up. Four that's five a great times line. A that's a great case. line. You know, yeah, that, that's the truth, though. It's the truth. It's not a line. It's the truth. Exactly. All right, Sal. We appreciate it. We'll see. We'll see you tomorrow night in the mastermind meeting. All right, guys. I hope you had a merry Christmas and a happy New Year. We did, man. Take it Thanks easy. So much. Yeah. Hey, if you guys, all right, you guys, guys, out there. See you, man. If you guys out there have any questions, 855-939-1137, 855-939-1137. Where are we going, Phil? Why don't we talk a little bit about one of these topics? But which one? How about use your cash to leverage more cash-flowing property? Right, and you were supposed to remind me to talk about cash when we talk about this, too. <clears throat> okay. Right? Let me remind you to talk about cash. Okay, but let's talk about the question again. Okay. So if you have cash sitting around... Like our previous caller, Eddie, who has half a million dollars in the bank. At 0.01% interest. Even if he's making three quarters of a percent of interest, which I doubt it. Um, there are so many other things that you could be doing I with know, really? that money that, would, <laughs> that are much, much better choices. And I'm not talking about 50% better or 100% better. I'm talking about... 500, 600, 700 percent better. Better, if, not return, but better, yeah. Yeah, I'm talking about the returns. Right. I'm talking about the returns. Right. So what he's getting on his money right now, really go out and acquire some commercial real estate. So there's some interesting opportunities that are coming the way, in the future. If you talk about 2021, which we're now in, I think to myself, there's going to be some pain because of all these shutdowns, we certainly are hearing about it in New York City. All these restaurants are going. Businesses that have been around for 150 years are closing their doors for good. This is going to create opportunities in the commercial real estate world. You better have some deep pockets if you're going to make a move like that. But unless you have some, some legitimate business that you can put in there and, and grab one of these pieces at, at rock-bottom prices and... Put a business in there that's going to pay the bills. So I see potential trouble. Also, I see potential opportunity. So I'm kind of excited about what's going to happen in 2021. Yeah, it's, it, so 20, 2020 was a great opportunity for us, Phil. And of course, of course, 2021 is just going to be a continuation of that great opportunity. By the way, you know, it's funny, you, you said it. I actually believe that right now, if anybody ever wanted to open up a restaurant, right now is the time to open up a restaurant. You can buy some one of these restaurants that closed. You could buy all their equipment cheap. You could buy the entire restaurant, like like the one by us on Street Road, uh, Roman Delight. That would be a great one to buy right now. It's a beautiful building, great place. Buy that restaurant, open up a restaurant, and you will you will rock it in 2022. Maybe not in 2021, but it's going to take you a while to do everything you need to do, clean the place up, make it the way you want to. You're looking at two or three months before it opens, and then as it starts to build up, you're going to be the one that opened. You're going to be the one that everybody wants to go to. So let me ask you a question. Sure. Do you think the chances of the economy getting getting a, a negative hit to it in 2021 or do you see a positive 
it, it should have went down in 2021, but because right. of, okay. but because of what happened with the government flooding us with money, we are now reliving 2001. What money are you referring to? SBA loans, okay. idle loans. Well, PPP, it seems PPP to me loans. like the SBA loans have have dried up. No, they dried up, but the money was still there. So the businesses <clears throat> that some of the businesses that should have closed, or some of the people that look, you and I profited greatly from 2020 because of all the opportunities that came up. And the reason we did that was because we saw we we paid we paid attention to it, and we got SBA loans to cover some of the expenses that we needed at investor schooling. Because for two months we were in trouble for not that we were in trouble, but we had nobody walking in the door for two months because we were technically closed. Yeah, so I, all I'm saying is, is that I see more negativity coming in the future. It is, but not than, 2021. Then positive. It okay? is, but not 2021. That's the, that well, was the question. The question was 2021. Well, I'm talking 2021. I yeah. see a lot of negative possibilities. If 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 20% of your commercial real estate goes under in 2021. I'm not going to let the, these particular buildings just sit there. At some point, I'm going to make a move on something. That's right. You are. Okay? Right. And typically speaking, if you, if you believe that America is on a decline, which considering who's president right now, I think I'm definitely on the side of America is most likely going to be on a decline in 2021. And if it is, I want to invest my money in a contrarian philosophy. Okay, investing in things that will survive in a bad market. What is, <clears throat> what would survive in a bad market? Well, I'll tell you, low-income housing. Absolutely. Low-income housing. Apartment buildings are probably always going to be needed as people need inexpensive places to live. Okay? Anything that is cheap housing is something that I'd want to get involved in. You know, I'm already in the office building business. Right. Would I invest any more in that right now? Absolutely not. So why would you not invest in that? <clears throat> because I've seen uh, that business become more and more difficult as the years have gone by. When I originally got into it in 2006, we were zooming to the stars. Yeah, right, right. We sure. were making a lot of money, incredible amounts of money. And I was, I was bringing home... $15,000 a month in profit, okay? Those days are long gone. A building, the buildings that I own still make money. Right. But there's been a huge change over the years, okay? And, and I, at this point, I'm witnessing it that it's going to be a continued struggle, all right? So nothing, though those kind of things kick butt when the market is zooming. You need an extremely powerful, positive economy in order for those kind of properties, for me to invest in those kind of properties. At this point, I'm looking at low-income housing as being the greatest mm -hmm. play. Yeah, I'd like to, I think it's time for an apartment building as well. I agree. Okay. I wouldn't go out and buy a medical office building right now. I wouldn't go out and... An industrial space is something that is uh, a good probably a very good sector to be in right now from a commercial real estate standpoint. First of all, the whole world is going to online uh, sales. And online sales requires a lot more trucks on the road, shipping products from one place to another. And if you notice, there's a, a huge bump right now in building industrial warehousing, okay? And an intelligent warehousing, like places that can unload an, an entire 18-wheeler truck 
and put it on a robot and take it 65 feet in the air and drop it on a shelf and be able to categorize it and, 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 and know what every component in those boxes weighs and where it is and all that stuff. Now, that's, that's big bucks, okay? This is not the kind of thing that a regular individual can just invest in. You probably need, you know... Yeah, read or a fund, sure. Yeah, you probably need a fund where you're talking sure. above $10 million to do it. And that's why you see least, yeah, a lot of industrial facilities being yeah. built all yeah. over I-95's right. uh, corridor. Yeah, absolutely. I, I, so, but, but so what I understand, though, from the last time I had a conversation with you, Executech Suites all of a sudden was doing really well the last couple of months, right? You had a whole bunch of, whole, whole bunch of empty offices that were filled, right? Yeah, we, we did rent like four offices in the month of November. So I'm thinking that the reason for that is because people are working from home and they don't want to work from home. So in other words, they have offices that they used to go to in Philly, for example, and they don't want to go to those offices anymore because they're either they're shut down or they got to wear a mask or whatever the heck the story is. And or they, even the office might be closed. So and now they're working from home and their kids are running around and like, hey, you know what? I know about Executech Suites. I'm going to go over there, and I'm going to rent an office so I can get away from my wife and get away from my kids, and I can go to work and do the things I got to do, and then come back like a normal human being. But it be in an office that I'm only paying what 500 bucks for in, in your place, right? So I think that's that's why I actually think your Executive Suite Center is going to rock in 2021. It's certainly in in the office arena. It's one of the cheapest things you could ever possibly rent. Okay, there's no question about that. Uh, I still think that low-income housing, there'll be more clientele for it. Yeah, well, low-income housing can never go down. Plus, you have the government funding it, which is fantastic, too. You've got Section 8 money. You've well, got- the government claims that they, they, they love, they need more low-income housing, but they do very little to make that happen. That well, they they're tell not, me tell me a program that helps make that happen. Make, makes the building appear. Or? Okay, well, if you want to talk about Section Eight or right. something, I think that that has more of a negative effect on on neighborhoods when when that's implored. So I don't know that I believe that that's really supporting low income housing. It does provide individuals with low income housing, but it also has a negative draw on the neighborhoods that that utilize it. So it's funny. I, I have done Section Eight housing often, often. And I have never had a bad Section 8 tenant ever. And the reason is I, I interview them just like I interview any other tenant. Now, part of the problem that I'm having less and less luck with Section 8, in other words, I, I'm not being able to rent to them, is because I have certain criteria that I want when they're a Section 8 tenant. And the first one is I have to talk to the social worker. And if I can't talk to the social worker, I'm done. I won't even have, I won't rent to them. And all I want to know is, social worker, hey, you know, is this? And they really can't give their opinion, but they can give their opinion. Did you ever take a uh, Section Eight landlord in class? I have not. No, it's funny. Is it (laughs) one of the reasons I I've uh, really not have not been in that business is because I. I, I don't want to go sit somewhere and have a class on how to handle tenants. Yeah, I've right. been doing it my whole life. I you know, I never participated in any of those classes. Yeah. I have bought buildings that had Section 8 tenants in them, but I never actually went out and looked for a Section 8 tenant on my own. Yeah, I, I get people who call me like, do you take Section <clears throat> 8? And I said, yes. However, I need to talk to, you know, if you could come see it. There's two things. Number one, I want a $500 deposit to hold the apartment. And number two, I want to... Talk to the social worker, and they they can never they can't even meet either one of those criteria. They usually don't come in with the five hundred dollar deposit anyway. So I just say, listen, you know, you could go talk if the social worker calls me before I get the five hundred dollar deposit. I'm good. Now I've had I've had rental assistance, simple rental assistance, such as people coming up with the the uh, the deposit money, 
where they had they have certain programs to give them the deposit money, and I waited for that, no problem. But Section 8, again, I, I'm just not going to take a voucher, especially because they could just not show up and not move in, and now I have the apartment empty for another two months where I have to rent it again. So I want to know they're definitely going to show up. So why don't we do this, since we're coming close to the last 10 minutes yeah. of our show. Why don't we go to commercial, and when we come back, we're going to give you our stock option picks of the week. Hi, I'm Phil Falcone from Investorschooling.com. I'm inviting you to a complimentary class in Langhorne this Thursday night at 7 p.m. I will teach you how to buy ugly houses and make them beautiful. As a bonus, we will also teach you stock option investing. So get your butt to this meeting, 7 p.m. this Thursday night, Langhorne, 215-876-3002, InvestorSchooling.com. Hey, everybody. It's Larry Sinus from InvestorSchooling.com. You heard my partner, Phil Falcone, tell you why you should be there this Thursday night to learn about real estate investing and learn about stock options trading. We're telling you right now, you will make more money than you've ever made in your entire life if you learn these two skills. Be there this Thursday night at 7 o'clock in our Langhorn headquarters. Go to InvestorSchooling.com. Pull over right now. Take out your phone and go to InvestorSchooling.com. RSVP right now. InvestorSchooling.com. See you Thursday. I'm Phil Falcone from Executech Suites. I got a question for you. What do you get for $4.95 a month at Executech Suites? You get an office big enough for one person. You get the furniture in that office. You get the telephone on the desk. You get the telephone number. You get the fax number. You get the internet. You get two full-time receptionists to answer the phone in the name of your company and patch the calls to you, whether you're in the office, in your car, or at home sleeping on a couch. You get the conference rooms. You get the mailboxes. You get the printer, the copier, the scanner. You get the janitorial service, the utilities, and free coffee. I know it's hard to believe that you could get all those things for $495 a month, but it's true. 67 Buck Road in Huntington Valley. Executech Suites. Give us a call 215-942-7701 215-942-7701 Hey everybody, it's Larry Sinus from InvestorSchooling.com And I'm Phil Falcone from InvestorSchooling.com Hey, what are we going to teach him this Thursday night, Phil? We're going to teach you how to invest in real estate so you can build a basis to get rich And I promise I'm going to teach you stock options So go to InvestorSchooling.com and RSVP right now, right Phil? We've been in this business for 30 years. We have amazing amounts of information to share with you. Get your butt to this meeting this Thursday night in Langhorn. Investorschooling.com. Welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome back to Investor Schooling Live. Hey, if you have any questions, you can call us at 855-939-1137, 855-939-1137. We'd love to take your call. And if you are calling and we're not live, we will still answer the phone and we'll still talk to you about your question. 855-939-1137. So, Phil, what do you, you think? You think you want to know about the stock market? Yeah, let's talk a little bit about Facebook first and how. Well, it- hold, on, hold on, wait, wait, wait. Before we do that, you know, we we have to play the uh, the, the the stock okay. options soap okay. and intro. Okay. Let's- stock options soap. So if you've never been to a class, you have no idea how great that is. When we do the Stock Options Sultan segment, you have to come see that. It's absolutely hysterical. We promise you, you will be well entertained. We're, we're, we're entertaining. You know that, Phil? We try. We yeah, try. Okay. So were you, were you watching Facebook in the last hour 
of Thursday. That was insane, Facebook. <laughs> it went up five points, it went down two points, and then it went back up a point and a half. Yeah, so, it went up... Uh, it would have a beautiful it, play. It went up more than a point in the last five minutes yeah. of the trading day. Yeah, it was insane. Hopefully so, that trend continues. Yeah, so it is going to continue. Here, here's here's where I'm going to be, and I'm going to say right now: Facebook, Apple, Facebook, Apple, Facebook, Apple, Facebook, Apple, Facebook, Apple, Facebook, Apple, Facebook, Apple. Let me ask you a question. Facebook, Apple. Let me ask you a question. Facebook, Apple. Stop saying that. <laughs> All right. So today is the third of January. Correct. Right. Yes. The fourth is Monday, and the very important Georgia election is on the fifth. Okay. Now, that election results won't come out until late on the 5th. I am thinking if the Democrats win both of those seats, that's going to have a major negative effect on the stock it's market. It's going to have a positive effect on the stock market. Why? Why? Because the fact that Joe Biden possibly won, and the news is saying he won, he won, he won, has not affected the stock market whatsoever means nothing. It means that we're done. The, the stock market and politics have totally disconnected themselves at the moment. Now, it may reconnect at some time, but it has totally disconnected itself at the moment. One of the reasons that the stock market did well after the so-called Biden baloney election is because the Democrats... The balance exists. Balance existed. Okay. Now it appears as if those, those two dem Democrats in Georgia, if they were to win, the balance is now lost. It's lost again. And I think that there could be a huge drop if that happened. I, I, I don't think it's going to affect it at all. I, if, if, by the way, if it is a drop, it's a temporary drop anyway. It'll, it'll affect the day or two anyway. It, that's the worst that will happen. In fact, if it happens, I'll be really happy because it's a good day to, to load up on stocks, on stock options. So it'll be fine. I mean, we've got earnings season coming up in about two weeks is the start of earnings season, which will be fantastic, which means the banks are going to start do the earnings first, and, and all of a sudden we're going to see some good stuff. I still I still can't believe that they never talked about the PPP loans in, in the banks. I have a feeling that they just shoved it under the rug because they don't want to talk about it, but it's still possible that they'll bring it up. However, we got Facebook earnings coming up. We got Apple earnings coming up. And those are both going to make these stocks move. And they're going to move strong. We also have um, a couple other things. So so uh, we, we have uh, AIV, which, by the way, that was just a pull out of the air. It's going up like crazy. AIV just happens to be a great one. Now, I'm holding, you know, we had a, what's his name, Eddie, a little while ago, talk about my my HSA and my IRAs. I have I have. AIV stock, the actual REIT stock, I don't have the stock option, I have the stock in there and it's doing really, really well right now. I'm up about, I don't know, I'm up about 15% in just, I don't know, just two weeks, three weeks. So I like that one too. If you want to put that in a uh, in an envelope and just put it away, I think that's going to do really well, especially because what we just talked about. Hey, I see we got a new caller. We do? Yeah. Who is that caller? Uh. Aiden. Caden from Warminster. Caden from Warminster. Uh oh, this could be this could be interesting. This could be trouble. Uh oh. Hi, Caden. Yo, Caden, you there? I think we lost him. I think he, he's shy. He lost his nerve, maybe. He's shy. Come on. Is it Poppy? Did you call you Poppy? What did you call you? Caden, you there? Talk, man. Hi. Right. Right. 
Hi, David. I, I, Hi. I hear Terry in the background, too. What's up, dude? You want to learn how to make more money? Yeah. Okay. Well, what do you? How much yeah. money do you want to make? A hundred dollars, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> well, this is what you do. You go. You go to to Poppy you Phil, know? and you say, "Listen, t leave me all your properties, and that's how you'll make a lot of money." Now, I'll give you a better idea. What you want to do is you you want to. Talk to me personally, and you want to say, I'll work for you for free for five years if you teach me how to make money. <laughs> All right. We can't, we can't continue on. we gotta, we got we to do some more. Unless Terry wants to. Terry, I, I hear your voice. There. Say hello, Terry. Hello. Hey, everybody. Introducing Phil's wife, Terry. Hi, this, this is, is Terry. Like, this is a this is an awkward moment in radio, isn't it? All right, thanks for calling, Caden. You got a bright future ahead of you. Tell tell Phil to bring home milk or something. So so it looks like we, it was an important call. All right, John, you got to cut him off. <laughs> all right, all right. Where are we now, Phil? AIV. So tell me how well it's been doing. What's it so at right it's, now? It's uh, it's at uh, right now. It's at I just saw it a second ago. It's right now. It's at five twenty seven. So, you know, four to five, four to five, four to five. Well, it actually popped over five because it was I sitting there. Yeah. So it's actually, it actually broke out, which is really nice, which means I'm actually thinking six or seven is going to be where it's going to go before it drops again. So six and a half would probably be a good out price, if you, even if you bought it now. Six and a half would probably be a good, a good out price. I actually think that it's a long-term hold as well if you wanted to, if you wanted to hold it as, a, as just a read, just, just hold it in your stock account. Weren't we talking about investing in apartments? Yeah, that's exactly right. Yeah. That's exactly what we just said. Sure. And Did sure you know enough, that yeah. you can invest in apartments, right, with a stock option? Ex or just a stock. Or as a stock. Yeah, real yes. estate investment trust, a REIT is exactly what that is. See some of the reasons that you should get your butt to investor schooling? Yep, absolutely. This Thursday night at 7 p.m., you have a... You, you have a complimentary class that you've just been invited to. Go to investorschooling.com. Just put your name and email address in there to let us know that you're coming. We'll save you a seat, and we'll see you on Thursday night at 7 o'clock. You're not going to believe my last pick. Go ahead. J-Nug. You're a brave man. That's my last, that's my next Tell pick. Tell us why you like J-Nug. J-Nug is going to be an awesome play because gold is on its way up right now. Bitcoin is going to make gold go up. <laughs> Trust me, it's going to make gold go up. And when gold moves fast, J-Nug goes up. So we're talking calls on J-Nug. Calls on J-Nug. I'd really like to see it hit the 112 before I jump in the call, but I'm good with it. I think it's a good play. Just play it out long and, uh, and, and, uh, and, and be ready to white knuckle it. I, that's, you know, that's my biggest loss this year or last year was my biggest loss was in J Nug. One, one play. J Nug makes me a little nervous. It's a very scary play. I got to tell you, it's, it's actually it's, a great stock to buy and sell covered calls on. <clears throat> it's, uh, it's a bit of, a difficult stock to predict which way it's going to yes, go. Yes. And that it seems to be very unpredictable. And I've made money with it multiple times, but not a ton of money. Just I've made right. profits. Yeah. Like I saw it here and I said, you know something? I'm taking it. Right. I'm taking it. Yeah, Because exactly. it makes me nervous. So I have yeah. a tendency to sell things that make me nervous quicker. Yeah, unfortunately, I got burned pretty badly on it. But uh, <laughs> it is what it is. The chart, said, the chart said one thing and then it just didn't happen. I think, uh, where are we here? Are we, uh, are, we, are we done for the day? Oh, I see. You got about a minute, so can I go through a little close here? You can do that. All right, so 
855-939-1137. You can use that number to call us at any time. So even if we're not on the air, uh, Larry often answers the phone calls or somebody from our school will answer it. And you can just save yourself a seat by calling that number if that's an easier way for you than just going to the website, InvestorSchooling.com. Thanks to our producer, John Cole, for helping us out today. If you're interested in becoming a sponsor on this show, if you have a business that would like to be around realtors and investors, this is a great place to come. Just email us at info at InvestorSchooling.com or call 855-939-1137. So uh, this Thursday night, as I keep saying, this Thursday night, we're going to have a class at 7 p.m. in Langhorn. Investorschooling.com will give you the address. If you want to hear it now, it's 108 Corporate Drive, Langhorn, Pennsylvania. We're also uh, running this copy of this show on multiple other stations. So listen for us. And we are out of here.